0: Hey everybody, welcome into the Irish NFL show, Michael McQuaid, Colin Cronin, Brian O'Leary here today in South Dublin. We are here in Ballymount, Dublin 12, which means, you know, to me being a country lad, Dublin 12, it's great, seriously fantastic to be here. Uh, We're here at Skylight.ie, it's the home of Mini Archaea Systems, Uh, great to have Mini Archaea Systems as a sponsor of the show and uh, all the great gear you can see around. This is here, we've got a Fantastic pinball machine here, another machine. We've had to get Brian off the machines for the last half an hour trying to <laughs> use them. But people really need to get down and check the equipment out. You can see Systems.com is where you can get that information and we'll have more information during the show on that there. This is our first show that we've recorded in person since we were in L.A. Uh, in Hollywood Park Casino. That was a good crack. Uh, but Colin, first off, welcome in. It's, uh, I think Brian was saying off camera there, it's around three months now till the season starts. Uh, are you well
1: rested? Um, Well, I'm the man in the middle today, and uh, I think that's after some of Brian's comments about Tyrone over the the course of the the summer thus far. Um, Well rested, given the (laughs) off-season that we've had. It's been absolutely bananas, and we're going to get into some of that today. Um, It's been entertaining. I, I cannot wait until real football starts, but certainly it's given us plenty to talk about over the last few months.
0: Yeah, big, big thanks brian for those comments last week i really appreciate that and uh you know it's not over yet
1: i know i know
2: but we won't get too much into ga today because there's still a few <laughs> months to go but yeah three months to the day in fact to, to we're watching week one of the nfl season and um, it's been a crazy off season and every time a month passes by you think oh we're getting closer to the season and you realize there's three months but we're only a month away from training camp and usually when training camp kicks in there's more stories for us to be discussing there's potential injuries for the upcoming season and we're going to get through a lot of changes today because we do once we do a show every week do we get an opportunity to capture everything that's happened this off season i'm not sure we do there's so much to get through and we're going to use this opportunity today at the mini arcade systems offices which are fantastic and skylight.ie to get through all of that information
0: Hoping to get a bit of Tecmo Bowl on one of these machines after, <laughs> we'll see what we can do. But uh, again, big thanks to the team and we'll talk more about it in a bit. Uh, folks, obviously big thanks to Aidan as well.
2: Yeah, Aiden, who's been very supportive. Uh, I suppose many Arcade Systems came on just prior to our trip to LA. So they've been a, one of our leading sponsors since February. aiden has been very supportive of the show from, from day one, he's given us this opportunity. As you said, Michael, we haven't recorded in person since the Super Bowl. And one of the great things about the show over the past... 18 months is that we get together, we do these shows. Of course, we don't have Mark with us anymore, but this is our, I suppose, it's a new season upcoming, and let's start it off before we do another show, hopefully, before the season starts.
0: Well, you're right, three months to the start of the season, and everyone uh, is on the same thing right now. We, we've all got hope, we all believe, for at least a few weeks anyway. Um, and we're going to obviously go through this, and in our first segment from Dublin, we're going to talk about some of the quarterbacks moving around the league. Um, unless you've been living in the hole, or in some sort of cellar for the last few months it's been a crazy off season. and the first thing we're going to talk about is deshaun watson Deshaun watson going to the cleveland browns for a huge amount of money like ridiculous amount of money the picks involved taken away from the whole football side of it the legal issues involved and over the last few weeks column there's been more allegations that have come out um, will he even see the field for me i don't think he plays this season they said it on the show when we had joe shane on a few weeks ago i don't think he's on this year I think it'll come out probably towards the start of pre-season if not before that um, and I do feel it for the Browns fans because a lot of them like there's a lot of Browns fans in Ireland they probably you know it's very difficult for them the situation this whole thing brought in but the fact that they've now leveraged or hemorrhaged so much of their future on this guy and he might not even play this season is uh, it's not great
1: Yeah, well, look, I feel sorry for the Browns fans. I don't feel sorry for the Browns owners because they didn't do do their due diligence on Deshaun Watson, I feel. And I think some of that was maybe plausible deniability. Um, But now they find themselves in a situation where there are more allegations. And um, we discussed this on the show previously. I, I don't think that the league can make a full decision until they know what the story is um Deshaun Watson had spoken to the league he is um but this seems to have caught everyone um, by surprise over the last couple of weeks Jenny Ventras has done uh, phenomenal work for the New York Times we don't know Are, is there still another shoe to drop I mean if this was just a matter of ability the the Browns um would be delighted but the reality is is you could be talking about a guy who doesn't see the field this year next year who knows what what this means and there was a lot of teams i think pretty upset with the amount of guaranteed money deshaun watson mm. got and the browns as you said gave up a lot of picks and there was talk at the time of this might impact on future quarterback contracts does it mean if, if Deshaun Watson doesn't see the field because of his own behaviour, but if he doesn't see the field now, does that actually give power back to the teams again? Because they're saying, well, we gave out this amount of money to a guy and we ended up having to void the contract. It's like for a, for a situation where they should have their quarterback of the future to not knowing what is going to happen. And Brian will probably get into the, the Baker Mayfield side of things, given what a big fan he is of Baker. But, um, it's it's a whole lot of uncertainty in Cleveland again.
0: At the time of recording, Baker Mayfield is still sitting out OTS. He didn't go in early, even when you know you had said he should to try and make an impression. Is there any way back for Baker if Watson can't play on this team?
2: I think there's a glimmer of hope as the as the months progress because of the situation with Deshaun Watson. Just bear in mind, Deshaun Watson didn't play last year either. Last year either for the Texans. So if he is taken out of the game, you know maybe we see a situation which is not something that we're used to, where he goes on the Commission's exempt list, because usually when they go on the exempt list, it's because, you know, there's a, a proper case, and this isn't going to get resolved before the new season, so we might find a situation which is un- unusual, where he goes on the exempt list for a season. For Baker Mayfield, yeah, things are starting to fall back into, into place for him slightly, because we've seen over the past few people are kind of putting out these memes where the Browns are reaching out to him, and, you know, we're very sorry for how we treated you, please come back and be our quarterback next season. He hasn't been traded because of the contract situation. He's he's due eighty a million this year from the Browns, and um, it's very much transparent at this stage that there is a couple of teams that are interested in, in taking them on, but not at that price. And they're hoping that at some stage the Browns will release him. I think the Browns are in a situation now where they can't release him because they just don't know where they're, where they're at with Deshaun Watson. And until that, until we get clarity on that, and as you said, it may not come till training camp. They won't they won't release Baker Mayfield because. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett was brought in as the backup to Deshaun Watson because he has that kind of similarity in terms of he'll understand mm. the offense, he'll be a, a nice backup, he can come in maybe for a quarter or a game here and there should Deshaun Watson be injured or you know an early ban, as a lot of people felt he would be banned for maybe two to three games at the start of the season. I think we might find unusual storyline get even more unusual with Baker, May- Baker Mayfield potentially being the starter come week one in Carolina.
0: The the thing, about that, the thing about that division is, and before we look at different quarterbacks, Pittsburgh have got Mr. Trubisky and they've drafted Kenny Pickett, albeit I don't think, and we'll talk about Pickett in a bit. I don't think he's going to play this season. Uh, Cincinnati have got Joe Burrow and Baltimore have got Lamar Jackson and Huntley. I mean, Cleveland are in a situation now where they're falling behind their competitors where they at least have that certainty or sort of progress and they don't even f- know if their quarterback's going to play. Like, I mean, it's like you're in Vegas and you're rolling the rolling the dice here. Like.
1: Well, I, I don't know if there is a way back for Baker at the Browns because of what the Browns did. Baker, um, whatever you think of his ability, Baker played hurt for the Browns last year. He put himself out there. He put himself on the line, and only to go and see them trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, I I did think Baker should have gone in um, just to make a point about like being there although now given everything that's going on I'm sure he's kind of sitting at home feet up enjoying it to an extent Um, the mess they found themselves in but how do how did they go back how did they ask him to put his body on the line again how does he when it was his team then they brought Watson in so it became Watson's team how do the Browns go back to to Baker it is um, as Ned Flanders would say a dilly of a pickle. Whatever about the quarterback
2: situation, I, like last season, the Browns had a lot of injuries. You know, they never really got consistency. Chubb and Hunter, two running backs, were never really together for a large parts of the season. Miles Garrett was injured. Clowney got injured, who was seemed to be quite productive early on for the Browns. So yeah, it feels like they're falling behind. But I still think they've got the the bones of a really good team. Like let's not forget the season before last, they were in the playoffs. Baker Mayfield led them to a win in Pittsburgh, a quite a comprehensive win. And um, I still think there's a good team there that could potentially break out this year, even with Baker Mayfield, at quarterback. And that's not so much because I have a lot of time for Baker Mayfield, I still think he knows his team and they can revert back to the offense in which they would have had under him. So I don't think this story is gonna go away quietly. I think even leading up to the season, we're still gonna be talking about the situation.
0: I can't wait until the next time we chat to hear what your thoughts are on this team this season. Uh, The Denver Broncos uh, traded for Russell Wilson. Uh, They sent back multiple picks, including two players, uh, two Seattle Seahawks, to the Seattle Seahawks. column, obviously taking your Broncos hat off for a minute. Where does this team go from here? Is there any concern for you, even looking at this team going into the season? And is it very much a win-now mode in the division that they're in? Because all the other teams have strengthened, albeit the Chiefs have lost a few players, but they brought in Juju as well. What's your thoughts?
1: Well, if you want to talk about the the Chiefs and the Broncos, it's the coaching position, right? Um, Big Red, Andy Reid, never had a losing season in Kansas. He's an absolute magician. Um, And the Broncos have a first-time head coach in Hackett. How will that work out? We've seen time and time again, you can be a great coordinator, mightn't be a a great head coach. Um, A lot of people would say Vic Fangio was a great defensive coordinator. How was he as head coach? Um, uh, you know, if you want me to take my Broncos hat off, um, yeah, you, objectively, it wasn't a good uh, three years if I, my Broncos hat on. It was a horrific three years with some of the worst football the league has seen in recent, recent times. I don't think, and Hackett is different. He brings the energy, but can he make the transition to head coach? That's the, the big question. The other thing I, um, I think is a lot of talk from Broncos fans about the weapons that, um, that Wilson will have and yeah we, there, there's hope and excitement he'd mentioned that at the start but the players have to go out and do it you know um, there was some Broncos fans really annoyed at some of the lists that have had like the top 20 wide receivers and there's nobody from the Broncos there and Judy should be there and Cortland Sutton should be there but they haven't done it as yet. Yeah. It's time to, to go out and, and can show what you can do. Potential, it's all fine talking about it, but for these guys, it's year three or year four in the league, it's now time to actually stop talking about potential and start talking about delivery. What's your thoughts, Bram?
2: Two years ago, we saw Washington make the playoffs for a losing record, where there was teams finishing 10 and, 10 and six at the time, with a 16-game season, and not making the playoffs. This is the difficulty of this for the Broncos this year. Whilst well, so I can see them having a really good season, it's how well will they perform within the division? This is ultimately where the division yeah. will be decided. The Chiefs have obviously had a really strong record in terms of beating teams within the division. We've seen the Raiders, like we had Troy uh, on from Denver 7 there recently. And again, it's a a difference of opinion across the board. I see the Raiders as arguably one of the strongest teams in the division now. He made a selection and he didn't even put the Raiders in the playoffs. He had them finishing last in the division. That's the the measure of the situation. You could argue that the Broncos could finish last with a a really strong record and not make the playoffs. You could say the same for the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers last year were, again, we've been in the playoffs. Everybody's raving about what they've done in the offseason. The Chiefs have... Could have slightly gone under the radar, and a lot of it's around the fact that Tyreek Hill has left, but they've done some good pieces on defence, you know, we saw what they did in the draft. They've also brought in some a cornerback from the 49ers who's really strong. The division is so stacked. That's where, ultimately, I see the, the biggest problem for the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson will have a really good season. I think Danny will get his big contract, but will it be enough to get them to playoffs? I'm not
0: sure. For me, it's three different problems, and I'll sum it up in 30 seconds. Their interior offensive line is shaky, Dalton Reisner and Lloyd Cushenberry do I think they're going to be the answer for this team this year no I don't I don't Uh, secondly the contract situation with Wilson they need to get that sorted out now or before Christmas or as soon as possible please and thirdly the schedule the final is it the final six or seven games are atrocious so it's concerning it's going to go down to the division and I think if they're if they were in the NFC they be laughing, but they're not. So and this is going to be the thing that we're going to talk about for a lot of teams, and it goes into our next conversation as well. Matt Ryan traded to the Colts and um, the Falcons. Was it our guest last week was describing the Falcons as like uh, the closest thing to a franchise or was it a- an expansion, expansion franchise as possible. They now have a situation where they've got Marcus Mariota, who's went to the Falcons as well, just maybe looking at both of those teams. First off, the Colts, Dark
1: Horse potentially i mean you'd have to say for for matt ryan who did everything right uh, in atlanta he i he i can he was rightly i suppose a bit miffed by the fact that they went after watson and uh given because everyone knew about the situation with watson when teams were going for him yeah right it wasn't like this all came out after the the trade so he was a bit miffed and he moved on for the Colts, it's probably the best quarterback situation since Andrew Luck was there. Um, and look, last year, things obviously fell apart for Carson Wentz. Um, there was a lot of ill feeling at the end of the, the season. Um, Jamirce making his video in front of the, uh, right in front of the propeller of his private jet. Uh, I'll never, never forget that, but he was a billionaire, so no one told him he... Uh, the, the last
0: he, time they played football, the last time the Colts yeah. had played a dime was an absolute disgrace. Oh, I, well. Like,
1: yeah, and, and, and the owner made sure there were changes. Look, I, I think um, Stephen Holder from the uh, Athletic was talking about there seems to be a lot of confidence amongst the, the Colts um, that they're in for a big year. Jonathan Taylor there as well. Um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. Um, and certainly with the Titans pro- possibly taking a step back, um, the Colts should be looking at ta- and, uh, taking a, a step on. It's, it's a big prove-it year, I think, for Frank Wright there.
0: DeForest Buckner needs to see more improvement for him Philip Lindsay's the third ranked running back there they've got power to run the ball as well
2: really strong wide receiver I think brought in in the second round as well who's been talking very highly of of Matt Ryan in in this whilst it's only manager training camps and obviously the OTAs previously um, they're saying how I suppose the level of scrutiny that Matt Ryan has shown immediately they see it's you know even even the existing players and it's beyond what they've seen you know I suppose you know in the years that they've been playing with the Colts the Colts aren't far off. I mean, a week twelve last year, they beat the Pages. I know Michael, you weren't high the Pages going into the playoffs, but they made the playoffs to beat a playoff team. The following week, or sorry, Christmas Day was maybe they, they beat uh, Arizona. To, yeah, and, and they also made the playoffs. So that week seventeen game, nobody saw that coming. Like we all, said, we all picked the Colts. We thought they'd win comfortably enough. And I think there's been too much written about that game and not enough written about the season which they had with Jonathan Taylor going off. And like we had, Matt, uh, sorry. Michael Lombardi on a few weeks ago, and he was saying if you look at stats for John Taylor as a running back, he's not even just a running back, he's a catching running back. You know He's averaging nine yards per, 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 uh, per catch. He's a significant player for that offense. They had a very good season, but it's going to always be masked by the fact that they had that really difficult loss in Week 17. If you look at the games against the Titans, who won the division, you know, they were very close in both games. and Yeah, Car- Carson went through some very bad interceptions at, at very critical times in the game. And ultimately, that's what it is. They feel that they're in a very strong position to make a good run in the playoffs in the AFC. They just need a quarterback who can deliver that, and who has the experience. And whatever you say about Matt Ryan and the frailties of that Super Bowl, he's had a really great career, and even his numbers over the past four years, well, Atlanta have been really struggling. His numbers have always been consistent. He's a really good quarterback, and there's a lot of teams in the league that would be happy to, to have him. But the Falcons didn't treat him very well in the end, you know, for a guy who gave him such great service
0: looking at the falcons column this is a team that's going to be very you know run heavy this year you've got cordell patterson they bring in drake london who didn't even have a full season for usc last year do you think he can come in and make an immediate impact because this time last year kyle pitts was there and he still hasn't scored a touchdown on american soil so uh, i think i'm going to keep saying that until it happens but the falcons like i mean you you can see what i've got written down there yeah, yeah. that's what i think i i just i don't think they win any more than four games this season
1: it's a it's a very tough year and in fairness to Kyle Pitts right it it's really hard for rookie tight ends he was was exceptional for a rookie tight end um but it takes time for rookie tight ends to to learn the system and, and to really make it into the league I think he will be um take a step forward again I really think he is a fantastic player but the, re- the rest of the receiving core, um, it, it's tough. Uh, Drake London has come in, but they obviously have lost uh, a player to a season-long suspension um, for um, gambling on, on games. I think uh, $1,500. Uh, $1,500. And, and he got the full full season. Quite something. Oh by um, that, Deshaun will get about what, 15 uh, years. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, given the seriousness of, of what Deshaun did, yes. Um, Look, it's tough. And Mariota, it's the kind of trying for the redemption arc, you'd have to say. Uh, he, he came in for the, the Raiders at times, but they used him really um, to, to run certain plays. He, it's not like he ever had to run a game. So it's tough to know what he can do yeah I I think that the Falcons are really in a a rebuild um, at the at the moment and it is difficult to to see them kind of doing anything Um, I I do think it will be a a, a real struggle for them this year and you I really feel for fans in that instance right because they're paying all of this money and essentially the the team has almost written off the the year before it's begun would you draft Rick London or Cal Pitts this year if you were playing fans football, no,
2: no, maybe Pitts, <laughs> maybe Pitts if 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 a false you in the right position. The Pitts, I don't get the Falcons genuinely because Colin has rightly said during a rebuild, we've yeah. had people on the show recently said you know they're the nearest thing to an expansion team, but they were in on Deshaun Watson. So how do you go from being in on Deshaun Watson? The Deshaun Watson deal was concluded on the 18th of March. Mm. Friday the 18th of March, he goes to the Browns. All that week leading up to, everybody felt it was between the Falcons and the Saints. That was when free agency started. So sort of, they were doing their utmost to get a deal in place. And it looked for a long time, like they would because he had connections to that area in terms of where he played, went to college. And then obviously they didn't get him and they go and get Mariota. And now all of a sudden they're in a rebuild. A week prior, they're trying to get one, they arguably, whatever about the off-field stuff, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If you're a Falcons fan, you're, just, you don't know where your head's at. Like people have asked me, why aren't the Giants trying to get a quarterback in? Because there's a rebuild there. And that's probably going to come further down the line. And you can see when new GMs go in, and even GMs there two years, what they're planning. I don't get where the fact is, because if one minute they're trying to go all in, the following week they're rebuilding. It doesn't make any sense.
0: We're going to talk some Saints, Steelers, 49ers and Seahawks in a second after a quick message from our partners over at the Arlingus College Football Classic. Welcome back into the Irish NFL show. We are at the home of many arcade systems in South Dublin, Dublin 12. I'm led to believe. Great to be here. We're going to continue on with our chats uh, just in regards to the to the off-season so far. And we were talking there about the Falcons and the Colts. We'll stay looking at the NFC and we'll look at the Saints. Uh, there's no quarterback change, but they were in for Deshaun Watson. What's going on with Alvin Kamara? Do you reckon he'll play a week one? Like, seriously, because that's going to all come to the flame now over the next few weeks. What's your thoughts on the Saints? Because, frankly, in my opinion, the division that they're in, and the conference that they're in, they could be making the playoffs. And like seriously, if, if Jameis Winston shows up as it stands, like
1: yeah, no, they could. Uh, I mean, you look at the the landscape of the NFC, and and it's far less imposing uh, than the AFC. I. I like Jameis. I think he's wonderfully entertaining. Um, But is he a guy who can take a a game uh, by the scruff of the neck? Is he a guy who can lead you um, to a comeback win in the the fourth quarter? That's what we need to to see from Jameis. Certainly, he was improved in his accuracy last year. um, Before the injury, he wasn't taking as many chances. But he wasn't throwing for that many yards. Now, the the Saints, obviously, with Alvin Kamara there, they have the, the running back power but if uh, Kamara is missing through suspension um, where where does that leave them you would expect them to be defensively strong um, but they have some new pieces on the offensive line so they'll have to, you know, fit those in and obviously with Sean Payton gone, um, they're kind of missing a little bit of magic. It, it will be an interesting season um, for, for them but definitely helped by the fact that, as you say, the division isn't that strong and certainly the conference isn't that strong either.
0: Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, uh, if Kamara starts as a lead running back with Jameis Winston. Could that offence take on Tampa Bay in that division?
2: Yeah, I believe he has all the all the chances this season to do that. Michael Thomas, who has had a difficult time over yes. the past year, with the Saints, he's been out injured. There was all this controversy around the fact he didn't have operations when the team recommended he should. Um, I'd expect him to come back for a point to prove. Uh, Kamara will probably get suspended if anybody isn't aware. It's down to an instant in Vegas very early on in the off-season where he got involved in a misdemeanor. So, um, like they'll, they'll, you, they'll probably put a one or two game ban on it and maybe 4-0 appeal and get it down to two, something along those lines. I think because of the division we've touched on the Falcons who are essentially are now in a rebuild and uh, the Panthers are still struggling to find their identity with a quarterback and they've always done well against the Bucs. I mean even if they were to split the two games against the Bucs that mm. would put them in a strong position I would be confident the Saints returning to the playoffs this year. That's bear in mind even with the struggles they had last year. A quarterback they only came one game out they were effectively in the playoffs in the tour quarter of the final week and then the, Ram- or sorry, the 49ers made that miraculous comeback against the Rams. So for me, they're a real contender for the playoffs this year. The defense is strong. We have uh, Trevor Pennings coming in on the offensive line, which will help. He looks like everybody's very high on him in, in the draft. Alave looks like a great slot wide receiver. It is down to James Winston. Um, we, we spoke recently around the fact that he's a bit more conservative with the ball And from what we saw early on prior to the injury. So it would be interesting to see under a new head coach who's more defensively minded what to do. But for me, yeah, I would be... Very confident in the Saints this year.
0: Maybe an Irish contingent in special teams. We'll see what happens as well. Very, very (laughs) best of luck to that young gentleman. Um, Steelers. Steelers bring in Miss Trubisky, who was in Chicago. I'll put it out there now. Chicago, a hard market to play in. Fans can get very it's almost like New York very anxious and, and they expect a lot he sat behind in Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills and now he has an opportunity to lead the Steelers team they go draft Kenny Pickett he played for Pitt in college as well Kenny Pickett with his small hands um, am I crazy to think that Trubisky plays really well in Pittsburgh I think he's going to be the answer for this team and I don't see Kenny Pickett playing this season so you can take that from June and mop that up for TikTok and Instagram come Christmas I think Trubisky is going to be really really good for this team
1: i can agree with you um i i not, i don't think it's definite but i think in fairness to mitchell Trubitsky, what we have seen from the bears since he left and particularly the stories that have come out around Nagy and some of his offensive play calling and some of his ideas um and some of the, what they did to, to justin fields last year and the quarterback hokey cokey with andy dalton <laughs> I mean, Mitchell Trubisky couldn't win. Mm. The fact that he got them to the playoffs is, is a near miracle, given everything that's come out about Nagy since then. So um, if if you're looking at, say, the Falcons and you're looking at um, the Steelers, I don't know about Mariota, but I think Trubisky can be a starter. I think he's got to go and prove it, but I certainly think he has the potential to Uh, really have that redemption arc that we have seen in say Ryan Tannehill and others Um, to me yeah this could be a year where Kenny Pickett ends up um, kind of sitting down I think they had to take him as an insurance policy Um, and you never know how quarterbacks will transition into to the league he maybe he'll be great but there are a lot of concerns around all the QBs in this year's draft so to me yeah, keep an eye on Mike Tomlin. They brought in, obviously, Brian Flores. They've got a great coaching staff. they got the stability. Um, it'll be an interesting year for the Steelers.
0: Brian, they basically had a 1998 Ford Focus at quarterback last year. Surely, Anahan's better. Because even in his last game, it was hard to watch. Like It was hard to watch. And there's no point in putting the past it now. Like, surely, Travis comes in and does a better job. last year. The they
2: made the playoffs on the back of a really, really great head coach. We've talked about the And a great running game as well, yeah. The Steelers. And, and you know, they stepped up in difficult games, even with Big Ben struggling. Um, I'm going to go against the grain here. I I think Kenny Pickett will be starting by week six, week seven. Um, You look at situations in the NFL where a a quarterback has been with one team for such a long period, and they make difficult decisions to move on to the the rookie quarterback. I I used the Giants, for example, as a leading one there. Eli Manning was clearly not the player he was. He was starting to diminish, but yet the Giants struggled for a long time to make that difficult decision to take him out of the team and bring in the rookie quarterback. They did in the end with Daniel Jones in week three of that season. And it, I think back to 2004, Kurt Warner went into the Giants. The Giants were five and four. They were in a reasonably good position to make a playoff run. It was only going to be a wild card, but they made a decision to go to Eli Manning. They didn't make the playoffs that year. Kurt Warner at the time was was kind of a little bit annoyed, but in the long term, he understood the reason behind it. The Giants didn't have any, I suppose, commitment to Kurt Warner because he came in for one, he was a stopgap quarterback for maybe one or two years, and that's what we, we have here with the Steelers. Um, Mr. Bitsky was highly sought after by a few teams in free agency. I don't understand why he didn't even play last year. He made, I think he did 18 snaps in, in games, but yeah, all of a sudden he's, his stock had risen when he hadn't played a game. Yeah, he had a reasonably good career in Chicago, but the Bears ran him out of town. And Colin was right, you know, you, you look at what's happened in Chicago since then with Justin Fields on that offensive line. You can see why he struggled. But I think what will happen is the Steelers will start off reasonably well and I think Pickett might surprise people in training camp and it'll get to a stage where the Steelers know for the long term, good at the team, they should make the move now. And I'd say by mid-season, Kenny Pickett will be starting.
0: Going from the East Coast to the West and quarterback issues, San Francisco 49ers. They bring in Javarius Ward from the Chiefs. Our man Alex Mack, who had a wee rip with... uh Travis Kelsey a few months ago, congratulations to Alex on his recent wedding, he's retired uh, DJ Jones is bound to the Broncos so they're going to try and bring in Kinlo into his position Forgetting about all of that situation with San Francisco Jimmy G, what's going on? Is he going to start? I don't think Trey Lance will start for the 49ers I think I think Jimmy G will be starting week 1, I know he's injured, or he's coming off an injury but like have you seen the reports from Trey lance what people are saying about him at the minute i it's a really interesting year because that division with seattle
1: the rams are probably going to have that wrapped up by halloween seriously um look the the Trey lance one is interesting because i've seen lots of stories i've seen stories that they never wanted him i've seen stories that kyle did want him um all sorts i again it's a situation where this is, this is the last thing I think they would have wanted, right? When you give up the capital they did to, to move up to number three and draft a QB, you want to get him started. The other thing to remember is Trey Lance didn't play that much in his last college year, right? So mm-hmm. he's barely played now for two years. He has to start. If he's to have the career in the league, I think they have to to start him. Whether um, Jimmy is is there or not, we know what Jimmy is, right? You you can win with Jimmy, but you don't win because of Jimmy. And um, I I just think that they, they have to, to do it. I do think that it's it's not been a, an ideal off season, right? You, you've talked about the people who've left. Losing McDaniel to the Dolphins, I think, is a huge loss because he's a guy who Shanahan brought with him everywhere. He was a key component of that running game. Also, the fact that their own players are fighting with some of the journalists there. Less than ideal. Look, I'm sure Kyle Shanahan is going to come up with some interesting schemes, whoever is at uh, quarterback. Um, But to me, Trey Lance has to start because of what they've given up.
0: Big pressure on John Lynch and Shanahan this year.
2: Yeah, John Lynch at the combine in February was very adamant. Even at that early stage, Trey Lance the start of Week One, uh, Jimmy G understands the situation. We've sat down, we've explained to him, we've given up so many picks. He has to be the f- he's the future of the franchise. But at that stage, I don't think John Lynch and the 49ers probably had the realization that an injury, oper- an injury that plagued Jimmy G to a certain extent for a period of time, they had the operation. They probably didn't feel he would be. At this stage of the off season come june where they have no clarity around when he's going to be ready is he going to be ready for training camp yeah i think it's a difficult one i think if he comes in and he's fresh and he, he's over the injury and he he lights it up in training camp it puts him in an awkward situation but i still think in the end inevitably what will happen is they'll go with trey lance quarterback and even if jimmy g is there he'll it, still be the quarterback and we'll probably run into a situation maybe where trey lance isn't playing well and they might have to turn to jimmy g or he gets traded at some stage i think maybe carolina there would be more I think Carolina might step away from the Baker Mayfield situation and make a run at Jimmy G, but um, no, even with Jimmy G there, I still think Trey Lance will start. And that's where I see the struggles for the 49ers because when you have a rookie quarterback, essentially he is a rookie quarterback because he played only a handful of games last year. This 49ers team went to the championship game. Going into the fourth quarter, it looked like more likely they would win against the Rams and make the Super Bowl. So they are a strong team. It looks like Debo Samuel is going to come back and play this season they've got all that after all that after all of that but they've got all the attributes both offensively and defensively to make a serious push and challenge the rams but again it's the quarterback situation and i don't know whether trey lance will be up to that job of of bringing that team all the way to where they need to
0: be just finally in a segment we're going to look at the seattle seahawks uh, who have lost russell wilson this offseason and now have the option between geno smith and drew lock to start a quarterback I'm not going to talk about them. I'm going to let these two talk about them. I will talk about one player on the franchise, uh, DK Metcalf. Trade him. And the Cowboys should be not offering the farm, but they should be trying to leverage the situation that Seattle are in now. Get him. Get him for that offense. And that makes the NFC East massively interesting with Philly and Dallas and maybe New York. Uh, We'll talk about that in a bit, but um, I don't know what they're at in Seattle. I don't know why they would basically choose Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson. And I know it's rich to say that now and they can sit here and they can say Wilson's nearly thirty four years of age, but you know, he's got an over five, six, seven years left in him, surely. So what are they at? What's the plan here? Because this is not <laughs> who would you start, Gino or, Gino
1: or Drew Locke? Neither. Um <laughs> I, I've never seen a player as divisive as Drew Locke. It I mean a lot of fans probably won't be aware of it, but like there was a civil war amongst Broncos fans about Drew Locke. There are ardent Drew Locke stands. They stand harder than K-pop fans. They stand harder than Jennifer Lopez fans. I have never seen the adulation that this player gets, a player who has done absolutely nothing in the league, and yet there are people in Broncos country who will tell you that he was almost the heir apparent to Peyton Manning and John Elway Um, I'm delighted to to see him gone and I I was delighted when he came in I really wanted to see him do well it didn't work out, it became incredible there was all sorts of stuff um, off the the field that I'm delighted the Broncos have moved on I don't think the Seahawks are going to start either of them I think you've seen them already make moves restructure Shelby Harris I think they know that they have to bring somebody in so uh, I I expect that to to happen Um, if they don't it will be uh, truly uh, a season uh, of pain in Seattle because I, I don't believe that either Drew Locke or Geno Smith are NFL caliber quarterbacks
0: that's a hell of a division
2: yeah I, I think Seattle unfortunately will not be challenging this year they weren't challenging last year even with Russell Wilson so when you have a quarterback of that caliber and they still weren't
0: their biggest game is week one that's, their, that's the game of the season for them and, and that's and, it. And,
2: yeah we're going to do a pick section you know but like I know it's mad we're doing a pick section in, in June but Look, we're, it's based on the merits of what teams have done in the off season. I could see, I could see the Seahawks winning that game because it's week one and, and Russell Wilson hasn't played with the Broncos team yet and he needs consistency. Mm. Just like you could see the Jags beating the Commanders and stuff because the NFL is mad like that. You know the Seahawks will probably get themselves so riled up for that game. It's like this is our season already in week one by beating Russell Wilson. I think Locke will be starting and I think it's because of stubbornness of the GM <laughs> and the head coach because Pete Carroll is like. We know what Picard is like. He doesn't want to give an inch. He's always right. And he will mask any frailties we see or flaws we see in training camp where he's learning a new offense and he's getting used to new surroundings. And he'll play week one and he'll probably have him so motivated that he'll come out and play a good game. He probably still won't win. And then what'll happen is, as the season goes on, the Drew lock that we're all used to seeing yeah. will, will commit. Will we see the Drew lock that played in week 17 or week 16 against the Chiefs where the Chiefs offense, or sorry, defense played a very... Like touch because they were conscious they were going into the playoffs and he looked like oh there's drew lock where has he been for the past three or four months you know or three or four years even so we might see him play well for a couple of games i think he'll be starters i don't see the, the seahawks having a very good season just finally michael sorry just, you, you touched on a couple of things so we've had a couple of questions in so probably a good time to to answer those questions yeah. you know um there was questions around the rams and how they're already they mistreating the cap um the Rams lost a couple of players which people have forgotten about. So Williams, the cornerback left, uh, Day on the defensive side left. Miller's gone. On on. Big contract. So that has allowed them essentially to help, you know, reassess the situation and get uh, the likes of uh, I forget him. Aaron Donald and uh, Cooper Cup signed up. and Bobby you know, Wagner. Metcalf to the Cowboys. Don't see it. They couldn't get Marty Cooper signed because of because of their cap situation. I don't see how they're going to be in a position to bring Metcalf. In.
0: He'd probably end up at the Rams. Him and OBJL <laughs> came in last week of the off season or something. Uh, there's
1: one. There's one more quarterback move that um, it's un- understandable we've left it to, to the end um, <laughs> because um, they've had a, a horrific off season. You would have to say it's Carson Wentz going to the Commanders and. Um, Yeah, nothing has gone right for the Commanders uh, in in the off-season. They gave up a lot for Carson Wentz, you would have to say. If it didn't work out for Carson with Frank Reich in Indy, it's difficult to see it working out for him um, with the the Commanders and uh, everything else that's going on there. I imagine for fans, they would want a new owner to come in sooner rather than later. Looking at the draft
0: next year, without height, name, names? Quarterback draft.
1: They're
2: yeah,
0: like it's the a very draft next year. Yeah.
2: Three or four quarterbacks that are already been already been kind of even now you can look at mock drafts for next year and they're all they're all going to the top ten. Look, as a as a fan of a team in the NFC East, I'll be brutally honest. I'm delighted to see Carson Wentz come back in. He might prove us all wrong. He might play really well, but he's, he's too much of an unknown at, at this stage of his career. There's no consistency with his play, and he doesn't get on with anybody. You know. He doesn't even get on with Jesus, you know, and he can't even, <laughs> <laughs> this um, like he is, he's comes out with all this mumbo jumbo, he's very religious, and he just seems to antagonize people within the training, within the team, and would he do the same in, in with the new, <laughs> with the new named commanders? I believe he will. I think it's a, it's a disastrous move. And sorry, the move was made the day after the Russell Wilson trade, I, and the other team who are challenging the Broncos to get Russell Wilson at that time was the Commanders who they also
0: had, called for Patrick Mahomes as well apparently
2: oh of course yeah but that's, let, let's let's be practical <laughs> that wasn't on, on the table well I was just going to say I think there's a bit of we talk about Boyer's remarks with with uh, the Browns and the Watson situation I I would argue it's Boyer's buyer, remarks with the Commanders because it was like they panicked jumped in gave up a lot to get Carson Wentz I think if they had held on they might have got another quarterback Matt
1: Ryan went for less
2: there you go
0: got 200 million reasons why some teams might be so looking at Castle different So,
2: Carson Wentz is it? no for
0: me. Uh, it's been good, crack, chatting about quarterbacks. And really appreciate it, lads. It's been good, obviously, to be here at Skylight.ie, at Mini Arcade Systems. And you can check out the information at the bottom of the screen now to check out some fantastic products like this pinball machine that I'm going to take home with me tonight. Uh, good chatting to you, lads.